And now, back to the Johnny B Show. Every Monday night from the Cannon Fire Podcast, Red Matthews here. What's up, pal? <sighs> it's getting tough talking about losing week in and week out, Johnny. Oh, man. That's like the story of my life, and it has nothing to do with football. It's fine. I know it's not fine. Um, we got to do the Bucks break. I mean, we have to. I'm not giving up on the season when it comes to the Bucks break. Nah, uh, man. If we if we don't win another game, we'll just come in here and we'll get more pissed off and more sad. It, it, it'll actually probably be a better show if we just keep losing because now we can start talking about the draft. Right. And, uh, we, we have some stuff to talk about tonight, so uh, we are going to get right to it. Um, let's uh, let's give you this thing right here, like you deserve. So it's time for the Bucks break. Red Matthew, tell me how you're feeling right now before we even get into the game. How's your heart? It's broken. Yeah. It's broken. But Johnny, at this point, all I can do is laugh. Like, what this Bucks team has shown me is that they are closer to blowing everything up and starting over than they are to taking any sort of step as a franchise. And it really just bums me out, man. Yeah, I mean, there was so much hope coming into this season. And I really I really still believe in Bruce Arians. I really do. But are we getting the full Bruce Arians? Are we getting Arians light? Maybe after this week, we get the full Bruce Arians because I, I heard Mark Cook from the Pewter Report say he was in the locker room and it was the first time he saw the team and Bruce Arians vi- like visibly pissed off in years, he said he hasn't seen a team that pissed off since uh, John Gruden was a coach. Oh, yeah. You heard the Mike Evans quote. I'm sure yeah. you read it. Uh, oh, yeah. I effing hate losing. And you don't really get quotes like that from a guy like Mike Evans too often. So let's hope these guys being mad can light a fire up under their ass for the rest of the nine games we have left. But if it can't, what do you do, man? I mean, O.J. Howard is caught up in trade rumors right now more than he was two weeks ago. Right. And you just hate to see it. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm I'm more apathetic than anything. Like, it's like I just I've thrown my hands in the air. Like you just don't care. Uh, yeah, saying ao. Um, it's like it's look. I don't coach the team. Obviously, I'm not athletic enough to play for the team. We know. I'm just a consumer of the product, and yeah, the product sucks, and the product let it lets us down. But we are loyal. To the bone. And I try to explain this to people all the time. They're like, why don't you just pick another team? You mean the Bucks? Yeah. You said the bone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm loyal to the bone, meaning to my bones. I'm loyal. Oh. Yeah, that's what I meant. the bone. Obviously, I'm loyal to okay. one player. the bone. Sorry. I'll put yeah. the team on my back. You know what I'm saying. Like, I've been around from the get-go. Like, I'm an old man, so mm. I remember going 
uh, to the old sombrero and watching them, you know, win four games a year, three your, games a year. With your free tickets you picked up on somebody else's windshield. That old joke, that old gag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing that up in Atlanta this year, I've heard. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, it's sad. That sweet, sweet stadium with all that losing going on in there. At least we're not the Falcons, man. I, they're really, I, I try to do that, too. I try to think about the, the fan bases that have it worse than us, right? Like, I think the Browns have won the same amount of games as us, and they have they were supposed to be the darlings of the NFL this year. Uh, you got the Bengals have not won a game. The Dolphins have not won a game. Uh, the Redskins, They were making a case right now on Monday Night Football <laughs> against Pittsburgh, so Miami might win a game. Oh, my God. I almost bet the money line, too. Pittsburgh was favored by 14. Oh, Jesus. And if you bet the money line, you were getting, like, uh, I think, 6-1 to one on your money oh, on most sports. Uh, How much you put in? I didn't put anything in. I was, I was thinking about oh, doing it. Oh, man. Look, I'm always scared to start betting sports because being in the gambling industry as long as I have, being a poker dealer for over 20 years, uh, and I grew up basically in a pool hall, I've seen people get ate up with sports betting. Like, it's an addiction like heroin, right? Yeah. So I've always kind of like, all right, I'll, I'll play fantasy football and, like, I'll bet the Super Bowl, but I don't – not that I, I'm a real addictive personality besides food – I uh I just don't want to get caught up in it. So every time I'm like, you know what, let's play a parlay, then I go, nope, let's just go on Amazon and buy something for the house, you know, instead. Um, all right, so back to the game. Let's get to the nuts and the bolts of the game. Tennessee Titans, Nashville, one o'clock kickoff. We had to win this game, biggest must win of the season, um, and it started off horrible. So right out the gate, we're down fourteen to three, turnovers, uh, same old story for this season. And then we come back. We we fight back, and I thought I thought the defense actually. Everybody craps on the defense, and they've deserved it. I thought they played really above their means yesterday. They got put in really bad uh, field positions like over and over again, and I thought they really played a lot better. No, they played really well as a unit, and like you said, the loss kind of overshadows everything else simply yeah. because of the fashion of the loss. Um, but overall, they played great. The secondary probably had their best game of the season. They held Ryan Tannehill and the Titans to not a super productive day. Um, I mean, he did throw for three touchdowns, but he wasn't carving us up like every other backup quarterback in the league. Right. So they had a decent day, had a few sacks. Shaq Barrett, JPP, showed up his first snap of the game. That yeah. was unbelievable, dude. I, I was so snap excited attack. for it. Yeah. Yep, exactly. On a nose football. Um, but, yeah, you, you, I, I mean uh, – I think I think we had three three and a half four sacks on the day. Uh, Vita Vey, I, I tweeted something out about him yesterday because I, there should be a stat for destroying linemen, right? Like they, I, I think they have a stat for pancake blocks. You know, I don't know if it's an official stat, but what Vita Vea does to centers and guards in this league. And I was talking to another uh, big Bucks fan earlier today, and I said, "Look, you're trained like." instinctively you watch the ball when you watch a football game right like people that have coached before people that are in sports media they'll they'll get the the all 22s and they'll watch position you know per position i i tend to do that when i'm watching the game on tv live i'll pick a player for one or two drives and i'll yeah. just focus in on them i did that with vita vea yesterday he is an animal like he is an absolute oh yeah man amongst boys he throws offensive linemen around like like they did something to his family and he, there should be a stat for that what he does when he pushed the lineman into tra uh, the uh derrick henry and then wrapped his arms around the lineman and grabbed him around 
He made a sandwich out of a yeah. goddamn 340-pound man to grab the running back. It's not supposed to happen. Physically, he's an anomaly, and he should he should be rewarded for that. He is a big Samoan grizzly bear on that defensive line, and he's doing an absolute great job. Yeah. And uh, getting JPP back on that front four was very, very important because, like you saw, Shaq Barrett had a sack. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see him show up. Had his 10th of the season. Got another big 250 grand bonus. Um, but... Yeah, man. I mean, it, it all starts with that push in the middle. And Vita Vey being as strong as he is and just getting better every single game, you love to see it. Now, Andamika Sue, on the other hand, didn't have that great of a game. Yeah, well, he's been known to do that. Even with the Rams, he'll kind of disappear for a couple of games yeah. and then he'll show back up or whatever. Uh, look, we got him for one year. He's not going to be here next year. All right, he's going to get more money. He's going to go probably to the Eagles. Somebody that needs to beef up their D-line. That's fine. You know, he's a rental. And I've enjoyed watching him. He's He's been good more than he's been bad. Um, look, we're going to lose a lot of players. Uh, the question is, and what, before I even get to the question, the sad part, the saddest part about yesterday is, and you kind of touched on it for a second, all of the great performances that happened yesterday will be forgotten about because we lost a game. Nobody's going to talk about how amazing Levante David played, like he's always played. But yesterday, he really was showcasing himself. Yeah. Devin White had his first real good game as a pro. He was out there laying licks. Uh, I mean, like you said, JPP showed up. The D-line looked great. The corners played pretty damn well Sean Sean Murphy bunting played pretty well. Mm -hmm. And uh, Carlton Davis, he had a very interesting day. I said this on the podcast. Um, He had an interesting day because he did a lot of things really well. He Mm -hmm. played awesome in coverage. He did a great job. You know, there was one play, a tight end caught the ball at the first down marker. He came screaming downhill, whacked the tight end. He dropped the ball, incomplete pass. That's Mm -hmm. a great heads-up play by him. Um, But he had a lot of mistakes. He had the two interceptions that were both pass interference. Those gave up a lot of yards. Yeah. And then he had another go-ahead touchdown that the Titans threw. He just bounced to the wrong side of his coverage and yeah. left the guy wide open. I feel like he's a throwback kind of player because the pass interferences he's getting weren't pass interferences 10 years, 20 years ago. The first one, the first one maybe, but the second one, dude, that tight end sold he so flopped, hard. He flopped like an yeah. NBA player yeah. or like a soccer player. Like it, it was, was amazing. He was like LeBron James out there. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Uh, so the question is now, tomorrow the trade deadline, I, bl- I believe they have till 4 o'clock tomorrow. Yes. We're going to see just how serious the Bucks are about turning the season around because are they going to sell off somebody? Uh, are they going to go out and trade to try to beef up the defensive back? Or are they going to try to add somebody? Or are they going to try to get rid of somebody? O.J. Howard, like you said, is rumored. I would think that Cameron Brait would be more of a trade option for somebody that needs a tight end because he's making $6 million a season. Yeah, but what I'm looking at right now, especially with O.J. Howard, is Jenna Lane put out the report. Um, they're looking for a substantial offer. And from what I read, the Patriots called the Bucks, heard what, they wanted, mm-hmm. and then hung up the phone. That's why the deal getting uh, didn't well, the get Patriots done. Patriots are never going to do a deal that doesn't favor them a hundred percent. So right. they're, they're not going to give us a first round draft pick, which with the Patriots is going to be the thirty second pick anyway. So it's not. It's basically a second round pick, right? Because uh, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Everybody already knows that. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at Patriots uh, sports media today just for fun. This is how how good they have it as a fan base, and they're you know what their talks were. Hey, where, where do you think Brady's going to play next year after we win the Super Bowl? Right. That's the big talk. Yeah. They don't even worry about this season. They already got it penciled in. They're going to the Super Bowl. And they are, probably. So, uh, Jameis Winston, 
Uh, more turnovers. The haters had plenty of fuel. Uh, the apologists uh, had plenty of excuses, including Bruce Arians, who said it wasn't Jameis Winston's fault at all. Hold on. Let me grab some audio that we have here. Um, actually, I think the audio is uh, Bruce Arians talking about this uh, this horrible, horrible missed call on uh, on the uh, – I've got some words about that as well. On the game-winning touchdown. Uh, dude, I was so enraged at that one. Because, you saw my tweet, right? Yeah. <laughs> And look, I'm tired of tweeting about the officials every damn weekend too. It, it's 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 tiresome, man. It, they suck, and they know they suck, and there's no accountability. Like I don't know how something can't be done. You know, once you know, once they they, they blow the whistle, you can't advance the ball. But it's clear right there. Somebody up, up in New York should be able to go. All right, the Bucks scored a touchdown there. They get a touchdown there. It's so bad. It's you know, it was such a pivotal play, and Devin White just laid this stupid punter out and he deserved it for trying to trick play us and that's the thing too is that the timing that the titans said oh let's mix it up and call this it's four minutes left Mm -hmm. 27 to 23 the game is not in the bag by any means so for them to feel like they can get that cutesy with their play calling disrespectful yeah 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 and i mean like you said, referees blew the whistle early, took away the go-ahead touchdown. That would have put the Bucks up 30-27. to 27. And people say, yeah, well, there was still three and a half minutes left. That's a momentum play, 100%. Here's, a, I, here's Bruce Arians talking about that, that play. Uh, an inadvertent whistle. If, if, if we have this last three minutes and some change with a three-point lead and win the game, I think everybody is writing different stories, talking different things. So... It was more than just a play, and uh, you know everybody except one guy saw the ball out, blew a quick whistle. And uh, my biggest thing is, you know, referees aren't held accountable. Coaches get fired, general managers get fired, players get cut. Referees aren't accountable, and, and it's a shame. It's uh, it's been that way for 40 years, and now that we got a new agreement, it'll be that way for 40 more years. Again, yeah. It frustrates me, too, because, you know, I don't want to be a big conspiracy theorist, but the NFL just signed partnerships with casinos. Uh, there's sports betting it, in stadiums now. So the the chance of corruption being there is way bigger than ever. And it seems like the calls are worse than, they, than they've ever been. It seems like there's a controversy for one or two or three games every single weekend. That was – and it, this the other thing that pisses me off today – how many people have you heard say, well, it wasn't the referees that allowed them to score 27 points, is it? You need to blame more than – shut up. The fact is they did blow that call that gave us the lead. Yeah, and, and that's the thing as well. There were a lot of missed opportunities from this Bucks team on Sunday. I mean, they had multiple chances in the red zone to score, and but they didn't. They came away with three points. There's opportunities for every team, every game. The fact is uh, you need those big plays. That's what makes – that's what really – uh, and, I, and I've heard Bruce Arians say most games are won in the last two minutes. Yeah. He's right. There's not a whole lot of blowouts. It's usually right down to the line. And that kind of play is what you need to win the game. And we got it taken from us. We needed that play to win the game. Uh, just like we missed a kick to win a game, which was our kicker's fault. But, I mean, those plays are pivotal. That's what you need to win the game. And the right. referee should not be a factor in that. Uh, it should be able to play out. And every, every touchdown is reviewed. So if they don't blow the damn whistle, they just review it and go, oh, he was down. 
okay, he was tackled, he was down, then we just spot the ball there. And what's funny is that NFL officiating issued an official response to the Buccaneers and basically said, yeah, you guys were right, that was a fumble, um, but we ended up calling it, you couldn't challenge it, and even if we did overturn it, we can give you possession off of a fumble, but we're not going to advance the spot of the ball at all. So it would have made no difference. It's stupid. They need to really, really fix that rule because that is so dumb. It's costing teams games. Yeah, which uh, you know, think about how many people lost money that bet the other way to bet the bucks there. I think. Well, <laughs> I mean, really. you must be a desperate soul if you're betting the bucks in the first place. Well, I mean, unless you're one of these, uh, you know, crazy analytic uh, geniuses that know how to, you know, you know, crunch the numbers. And uh, I don't know. We should have won the game. Period. Uh, yes, we did miss opportunities, but the fact is, Devin White made a stellar play. Uh, Adams picked it up, ran it back for a touchdown, and they were like, "You know what? Screw you guys! You lost the game." So uh, there you go. So now we're two and five, and in order to even think about making the playoffs, I can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> playoffs, playoffs. We have to basically run the table, like because the wild card team in the NFC is going to be a ten and six or an 11, 11 and five team. That's Bottom line, so we're not we're not making the playoffs. No. So what what now? What do we hope for as Bucks fans, right, Matthew? Since you have a podcast that is pretty much catered to your common everyday fan, I hope, and this is what I hope. This isn't what I'm saying is going to happen. This is what I want to happen. I don't want the Bucks to have to draft a quarterback in the first round next year. I want Jameis Winston to miraculously somehow play well enough these last nine games to get a franchise tag and a one year prove it deal. And then I want the Bucks to go after offensive linemen in the draft. Yeah. First and second round, you got to build in the trenches because we have neglected to do that through the draft. We are paying so much money on our defensive line and our offensive line who can't block for longer than four seconds. So you got to build this talent up from somewhere. I want to see Jameis do well. If he's not the guy, he's not the guy. You go for a quarterback, but I, I'm not ready to see this team just tank for a better draft pick. It's not. We're not there yet, and... We're never going to be there because nobody think, in that locker room wants to do that. I don't think Bruce Arians is a tanking type of coach. Hell I, no. There is no way in the world. He's going he's gonna to try to win every game that he ever coaches. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I did. I, I, was, uh, I was listening to the guys over at Pewter Report earlier, and they had a theory that blew my damn mind. I was driving in my car, and I was like, first of all, I love Trevor Sikama. That guy... Oh yeah, he, we've had him on the show a few he's, times. He's, he's so he's smart awesome. and he's so funny. Like he is, he's really great for for Bucks Media. He, uh, they they came up with this theory and it made sense. And Will, this is gonna blow your mind. You ready for this? I am. What if and this is such a hypothetical? What if Bruce Arians somehow coaxed a quarterback that he coached a few years ago to come out of retirement? Stop it. <laughs> Come play for the Buccaneers. Stop it. They would have to. They would have to give some. They'd have to give uh, you know some sort of trade to the Colts because they still have rights to them. Big Daddy Andrew Luck to the Bucks. This is the same Andrew Luck who just retired for getting his ass beat behind an O line. For- well, they were saying the 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 theory was uh, the the you know the scenario was you go out and you spend your free agency money, all that money you're not spending on Jameis. You go out and you spend free agency money on Trent Williams, on Brandon Sheriff. These these uh, free agents coming up, beef up the offensive line. You tell Andrew Luck, look, we got a fortified wall in front of you. <laughs> Would you like to come play for for Daddy Bruce again? Dude, I would, I would seriously cry. I would be happy. Look, I I like Jameis as a guy. 
I have no faith in his consistency. I want him to succeed because I think he's a good dude. I think he's a good person. But I'm tired of making excuses. I'm tired of losing. Whether it's his fault or not, something has to happen. Right, Anna? Yeah, I completely agree with everything that was said in the last 20 minutes. Some people think Ryan Griffin should be the quarterback. Like the guy on the phone right now. Oh, hey, man, what's going on? Welcome to the Johnny B Show. Griffin? Are you checking out? Hey, man. You fall asleep? Oh, oh, man. Oh, man, he's on the air right now. Waited all that time. Oh, my right? God. You he had he a fell point, asleep? He had a point how, to be how, made. How old did he sound, Will? Probably way past his bedtime. Yeah, it sounded like a young man. I don't know. Mm, I hope he's not peeing the bed right now. He might be. Oh, that's sad. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for holding for nothing. All right. Uh, you want to make a prediction for next week? <laughs> well, Ryan Griffin's not going to start. <laughs> We're playing the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, in Seattle. Yeah, thanks, NFL. Seven seven weeks away from home. Okay. Uh, 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 I don't feel good, Johnny. All right. I'm going to throw mine out first. Uh, I think the Bucks fight back. I think they fight hard. I think they lose. I think uh, the final score will be... Uh, the Seattle Seahawks, uh, 24, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, 16. We, oh, we missed one extra point. Yeah. Yeah. You think that Mac A streak finally comes to an end? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just feel 24, 16 in my head. Uh, we lose by eight cause they'll probably be favored by seven and a half. Mm. Right. And that's yeah. how it works. You know, the refs have to make sure the point spreads right. Uh, well, what do you think? I think that if you look at those two wins that the Bucks got there against teams, they shouldn't have beat. I'm going to say the Bucks win oh my God. this week, and I'm going to say they win 31-28. Damn. It's funny because, Will, you're kind of right. The Bucks have this pattern. They'll probably win in Seattle, and then they'll lose two in yep. a row at home. Like the Rams. Yeah. Like they beat the crap right. out of the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Uh, so what do you think? Give it to us. Honestly, yeah. I think if you have Brashad Perryman in a position to not tackle his offensive players on the field <laughs> with him, right. I think the Bucs have a really, really good chance to lose this game 21-24. Uh, okay. All right. I like it. Anna, <laughs> give us a score. All right. Your professional opinion. Uh, I think the Bucks are going to not win this game. Unfortunately, okay. they're probably going to lose. Right. Um, the score you'd probably want to know is yeah. going to be. Uh, oh, man. It's tough. It's probably going to be like, it's not going to be good. <laughs> right. That's what's going to happen. I, I, I reckon it's probably going to be about 36 to like 21. Okay. Yikes. I could definitely that that, you might have nailed it, honestly. 36. 36 21. Seattle Seahawks beat us. Yep. Who's the MVP for the Seahawks in that game? This is very important. Because you've been very accurate. Okay. Marcus. Marcus? Yep. <laughs> What's his last name? Crab Apple. <laughs> Marcus Crab Apple. Wow, Marcus white guy this time. Apple. That's huh. That's pretty that's neat. Weird. He's not. Oh, he's not. Oh. Okay. <laughs> So I got a message from he's Griffin. Mixed. He said he's going to try and call back. Is he? Yeah, I, I think oh, so. Oh, hey, Griffin. What's going on, dude? Hey, finally got my phone to work. All right. Oh, sorry, Griffin. Sounds like your, phone's, your phone's pulling an old Jameis, Jameis Winston on you and acting all inconsistent. Yeah, huh? it's being inconsistent. Yeah, so what's going on? Yeah. Well, tell me why you love uh, Ryan Griffin so much. Okay, so uh, I like Ryan Griffin because he's a secure pet. Like, he's good in short passes. Uh-huh. He isn't risky with his throws. He isn't trying to be the hero like Jameis Winston. How do we how do we know this about him, Griffin? Did you watch his college football? Because he's never taken a snap in a regular season game ever. Yeah, I know. At least from preseason footage. Yeah, so he's only played against backups mainly. Yeah. 
still, you know, regardless of whether it's regular season or preseason, it mm-hmm. doesn't it doesn't change the fact how long the throws are. You know, regardless of what opponents would be, it'd still be like a Tom Brady kind of I got you. Uh, quarterback who's a pocket passer taking what the defense is giving him. Did, did you did you buy yourself a Ryan Griffin jersey yet? Because I, I I almost went on a website and got me one. Oh my! I wish I wish, man. Uh, Griffin actually made a T-shirt with uh, his name on the back, and it says "Go Griff, Go, go Griff, Go" in the front. Oh my God, that's and awesome! Went to school today. Nice so, man. Well, how how old of a guy are you, Griffin? Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh man, you got school tomorrow. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for calling in, dude. Really appreciate it, man. And, and thanks for listening to Canifier Podcast. And yeah, and thanks, I, buddy. And now you're a big Johnny B Show fan. Tell all your friends at uh, at what high school do you go to, to that you can go brag about? Uh, Bellevue. What? In Devon. Bellevue. 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 Oh my God, you're a rich kid. I like it. Why don't you just go tell the Bucks that you'll pay for part of uh, Ryan Griffin's salary? Buy the Glazers out, dude. Hell yeah! Tell your parents to buy the team. All right, later, yeah, Griffin. Yeah, Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. We are way over on the break. Uh, well, once again, thanks, uh, uh, Rhett, for having a positive attitude, not letting this get you down. Um, at this point, it's like every other season. We just have to laugh it off. Just face the fact that you know we haven't had a winning season in uh, I don't know nine years, and that was even kind of a weird thing where we didn't make the playoffs and Josh Freeman was the starting quarterback. Uh, but we haven't had like a real playoff season in ten years. So yeah. I mean, it's all you can do, man. You just got to put up your walls so you don't get hurt. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, we will take a break when we come back. Uh, it is time for what the hell news. We're going to give you another reason that gender reveal parties need to stop immediately when we come back. It's the Johnny B Show on one hundred two point five The Bone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.